You're listening to the Supertalk podcast, produced by the Australian Institute of Superannuation Trustees, shaping profit to member super. Hello and welcome to Supertalk. My name is Tyrell Mills and today we are taking a look at the UN's Sustainable Development Goals. The COVID pandemic has had many profound effects on the goals and the issues that they cover. With a target of 2030, the next couple of years will be particularly crucial for overcoming the impacts of 2020 to ensure that they remain on track. With us today, we have Robico's Head of Sustainability Integration Fixed Income, Guido Moret, who spoke on the SDGs at AIST's flagship investment conference, ASI, earlier this year. Guido joins us to provide his insights into the SDGs, the role that investors play in addressing the goals, and the way in which uh, sustainable development goals interact and intertwine with ESG and impact investing approaches. Alrighty, Guido, welcome to the Super Talk podcast. Thank you. Firstly, just as a bit of a baseline, uh, do you want to give us a really quick overview of what the sustainable development goals are, what what they kind of entail? Uh, sure. The uh, sustainable development goals um, are 17 goals that were launched in September 2015 to set the agenda for sustainable development for then the next 15 years, so until 2030. Uh, they succeed the Millennium Goals that were in place from the year 2000 until 2015. And they cover a wide range of topics that are all relevant for sustainable development. They cover social issues, environmental issues, and issues related to, uh, to economy, uh, economic development, and to, um, to inequality. What are they, what are they seeking to achieve, uh, I suppose, by 2030? How, how do they kind of... How do they work collectively? I mean, 17, that's quite a lot of plates sort of spinning at the one time. What, what is the overall kind of goal there? I, it, absolutely. It's, um, it's a very wide, um, wide-ranging agenda for the 17, uh, 17 different uh, topics that they cover. And, and actually underlying, there are 169 targets. And so in that sense, it becomes even more when you look what is, uh, what's really underneath. And what they try to achieve... Um, are first are making sure that there is um, no poverty, which is also the first goal of the uh, of the SDGs, and, and zero hunger, so that people are not in poverty anymore and they're not hungry. But then also good education and, and good health, access to healthcare for uh, for everyone. So they really try to achieve that that um, human development um, in 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 almost a broader sense worldwide, without destroying the environment in the meantime. And that's why there are also environmental goals. Um, life on land, life below water are also topics that are covered by the SDGs. So it is about um, human development, uh, reducing inequalities while taking into account the environmental impact and reducing this to make sure that we can actually sustain living on the planet with uh, everyone on it. And so what role do investors play in pushing to achieve the goals? Well, it's estimated that, um, that there's a funding gap, so to say, of about 5 to 7 trillion US dollars uh, to, uh, to achieve them within 10 years from now. Um, that's, of course, an enormous amount of money. And 
that's where the UN um, has also called on private uh, parties or the investment community especially um, to allocate capital such um, that we are well set to achieve these goals and also to avoid doing harm to these goals, meaning, for instance, reducing harm to the environment um, or not investing in, in entities that have a negative impact on, um, on people's lives by, for instance, uh, the labor conditions that they provide or by employing children. Um, these are all things that, that are also part of the SDGs that we should avoid. Um, so it's about um, yeah, scrutin scrutiny in, in terms of our, uh, our behavior as the investment community by being aware of what we are actually funding and therefore um, you could almost say allowing to exist. That is one uh, part and the other part is also really allocating capital to solutions that will help achieving the goals by 2030. So Guido, do you want to tell me a little about the challenges for for investors at the moment? Uh, I suppose it, it seems interesting how how they might go about investing in investing the, in a way that would impact a combination of the goals. Yes, and actually, I would say there are two main challenges when you want to, as an investor, make a contribution to the uh, to the SDGs. Um, the first one is a, a data issue. Um, you need to know enough about the companies you invest in to assess their contribution to the SDGs. Um, this is feasible, though, to, uh, to a large extent, um, but you're reliant on company reporting, of course, um, and you need to have the, and the analyst capacity to, um, to be able to, you know, to scrutinize all the, all the reporting of the companies um, and, and um, often in a very unstandardized form and different from an, uh, financial uh, financial statements uh, that follow a, a fixed format um, disclosures to sustainability do not follow such um, such a standardized format uh, format yet um, so first you need to, to really look for the data and, and to be able to assess what the contribution both both positively and negatively is from the products and from the behavior of companies to the SDGs. Um, but then the second challenge uh, lies in the implicit trade-offs that exist between the goals. And so you can establish um, a positive contribution to, to one of the SDGs or the underlying targets for virtually any company. If it had zero positive aspects, a company, it probably wouldn't exist. However, there are also negative aspects to a company. Um, and even if, if something from a product perspective is outright positive, let's say you produce food. Food clearly solves in, uh, in reducing hunger. Um, but then you first need to, well, you need to produce food that's healthy to not be detrimental to, to health, for instance. Um, but also you have the impact on, uh, on, on life on land, as it's, as it's called. So for instance, for deforestation, if you, um, if the production of food leads to deforestation, then of course you have a trade-off between uh, producing the food and um, and this negative impact of deforestation. And that is where, as an investor, you need to make clear choices and where from a prudency approach, um, which is very important as a concept in sustainable finance, is that you might choose to um, first do no harm, and actually that's also a concept we know from medicine, but first do no harm and then look for the positives. That is one of the ways you can deal with these uh, trade-offs that exist between the goals. 
Are the SDGs, are they mindful of, I suppose, investment returns? Or is that something that they kind of separate and they're just looking to get the sustainable development aspect down? Um, in the core, the, the sustainable development goals are really about the sustainable development. They are not about the investment return. Um, however, um, it is there's one SDG, which is SDG 8, which is about decent work and economic growth. Then, of course, economic growth is, also, is good for investment returns. Um, also, lifting people out of poverty um, could be very uh, good for investment returns. Um, there's a famous work of Mr. Pralat, um, Wealth at the Bottom of the Pyramid, which may be revisited here when looking at the, at the, uh, at the SDGs. Um, but the SDGs themselves are really about sustainable development and the impact that, that this has on the planet. But of course, in the long run, if we want to sustain economic growth, then um, making sure that we live within the boundaries of the, uh, of the planet and uh, that we leave no one behind, which is also very important in the SDGs, um, can definitely be good for economic growth and therefore for investment returns. Alrighty, so we have ESG, we've got SDGs, and we also have impact investing, and they all grow and develop in and around each other, it seems. Are people generally across the differences of the three, or are they starting to become a little bit synonymous and blur? And when I say our people, I suppose I mean our investors across the differences. Um, what I see is that more and more they are, uh, it is becoming almost blurry and um and at times, you you might even hear them do, being used almost interchangeably. Um, I think that is uh, a little worrisome in the sense that they are very different. The SDGs are really a concept. They are sustainable development goals, an agenda for sustainable development, and they have a clear uh, objective that they want to, to achieve. ESG is simply an abbreviation of environmental, social, and government, governance, which is is, is very different. ESG, um, I think, is, is becoming sort of a blurred uh, term that, that worries me in the sense that it is also kind of used as a sort of abstract concept almost. But we have to realize that ESG are really three words. It's not one thing. And that this environmental, social, and governance aspects actually relate to like real-world impact as well and also to real-world um, like the real economy and, and potential risks that you face as an investor from events that happen in a real economy. Um, but if we make it an abstraction, then we disconnect it actually from, from the real life and the real economy. And I think that is the real challenge in sustainable finance, so to say. So we have ESG, which is then environmental, social, and governance issues. Usually we use these, taking, uh, to take the, we use these as sort of additional information in terms of financial risks that we run from environmental and social issues. So as input in the investments, where the SDGs are really in terms of the impact that you want to achieve. Um, so that's the desired outcome, so to say. So ESG is more of an input in your investment process, where SDGs are, are an outcome. But we have to realize that all of these um, environmental, social, and governance factor and the sustainable development goals are about the real economy, about people's lives, about the, the environment, about forests, about the oceans, and that it's not something that is abstract and that is only there in, in, in the financial markets. And my 
concern would be that that investors disconnect themselves too much from the real world, that they are looking at figures and they look at ratings um, and they look at um, well, a sustainability score, for instance, let's say it's 58. But what is 58? You have to know, like, how many people do, do I actually uh, reach with a certain investment? What is the impact on deforestation? What is the impact on climate change? What are the decarbon emissions? It's about tangible things in the real economy. If we want to achieve the sustainable development goals, but also if we want to achieve a more sustainable financial system. It's not an, uh, an episode of uh, the Super Talk podcast that goes by that seems we're not able to uh, steer clear of discussing COVID impacts on any particular topic. Do you want to discuss a little bit how COVID has impacted SDGs and kind of what, what's possibly been changed by the events of this year? What we see actually with COVID is um, that the SDGs themselves, of course, have not changed. Um, they're still the same goals and they're still there um, to be achieved by, uh, by 2030. COVID did highlight, though, the importance of achieving these, uh, these goals. So in that sense, it, it has an impact. But actually, what I, what I would like to, to highlight most is that um, COVID, of course, has impacted negatively economic growth. And economic growth, an SDG in itself, um, SDG number eight, is also an, a condition for achieving some of the other goals. And if we look in, uh, look for instance at no poverty, then absolutely we see that, that it will be harder to achieve no poverty with the economic decline we've seen from COVID. Also inequalities have risen. Um, we see that the most vulnerable people are hit hardest with, uh, with the pandemic. So I think the, um, there's absolutely an influence of, or an impact of, of, of the COVID pandemic on the SDGs, and, and that is that they are even more, um, more of a challenge to, to achieve by 2030 than before, given the economic growth that we need also to achieve the, uh, the SDGs in the end. Yeah, so just on that, I mean, obviously a very massive setback in 2020 in regards to reaching the goals in 10 years' time. Uh, are we on track to reach them? Is, is it possible or, or will there be, have to be some, I suppose, uh, amending of the goals in any kind of way? Well, for some goals, we have been on track, but there are certain where we haven't. So where we were on track before was, for instance, zero hunger. And that is, that's, that's good news. There are more and more people um, have enough food to eat. And actually, um, combined with SDG, that's, so zero hunger is SDG number two, but if we combine it with SDG three, which is about good health, um, which has targets for obesity rates, for instance, we see that there are more people obese in the world than hungry. And that is not a good thing. So we're not on target in reducing obesity levels because that is absolutely on the rise. So instead of people being hungry, they're now obese. Where we do see that the that we're not on track is um, re is relating to biodiversity, so life on land and life below water, um, and also climate change is something where we are not necessarily on track, and inequalities. I think inequalities and that that has definitely become worse uh, during COVID. Inequalities is the, the, the big issue at the moment where we, and that's not only in emerging countries, it's also in, in the developed uh, world where we see huge inequalities in, in uh, between generations and between people 
who who says they have and 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 the ones that, that don't have the means to uh, to support themselves that's all for this edition of the super talk podcast a very big thank you to Guido Moret for his time and insights and an additional thank you to Stephen Dennis head of Robico Australia for his assistance with putting this episode together you can find Guido's session on SDGs along with the rest of the ASI conference on the AIST website. Simply head to aist.asn.au forward slash CPD for super. It was a fantastic conference this year, so do check it out. Until next time, bye for now.